On today's episode of Titus and Tate, I'm starting to worry, Tate, that John Morant might not actually be him. I'm starting to worry. I'm starting to worry. We have a shakeup in the – here's what we know. I, I, I think it's starting to get confusing as Whoa, to who actually – Whoa, <laughs> trick. It's starting to get confusing as to who is actually him. What we do know is that, that James Harden is not him. We not know him, that. No. We learned that he tonight. Is not, he is not him. You so are not maybe, him. You are not him. Maybe let's attack this from a process of elimination. <laughs> but John Morant not playing for the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies, what was the final score on that one? I mean, I turned it off. I don't know. They like won 45. by 40 points. Yeah. I, oh, I was my play, God. I was playing basketball and checked the, my phone and just saw the score. And they had gone on a 90 to 29 run. What <laughs> is that? <laughs> 90 to 29. What even is? Isn't that a game? I saw Clay's plus minus, which I know people, the, the stat nerds, <laughs> lose their mind when you pull a plus minus from one oh, yeah. single game. But um, mm-hmm. I, Clay's plus minus in that game was minus 45. <laughs> Dude's going to be a Hall of Famer in a playoff game, in a closeout playoff game. He's minus 45. And, um, and if you look at his box score, he had like 19. He was like 7 11 from the field. It didn't look that bad. <laughs> so. <laughs> Memphis might actually be better without John Morant. I don't know. We could talk about that. Maybe we can. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. But it's starting to call into question how much is John Morant actually him if Memphis can beat the hell out of Golden State without John Morant. Meanwhile, uh, in the Milwaukee-Boston series, Tate, Drew Holiday says, I'm him to Marcus Smart. Or at least I'm the I'm defensive, the defensive player. player. Yeah. 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 But we've Great. talked about the Bucs. The problem with the Bucs is that none of those guys want to be him. So, like, I don't know. We're all over the place. All I know is that the NBA playoffs, every time I look up, every time we do a show, whatever we were talking about the last show, throw it away. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> There's new things to talk about. What a league. God bless this league. This uh, league. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about uh, the playoffs a little bit. I, I got some uh, – I, I, I got some college basketball stuff to throw at you. We might dabble with some portal talk. I don't Can know. We, we'll see. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Can we also talk about that? We had lunch with John Rostein. I mean, I, we that, did. that is yeah. that is the scoop of a century. Uh, it was maybe we'll touch on that. I don't think we should maybe. talk about it, but, but we might touch on it. We'll see. Maybe right. we'll tease it and it'll be an empty tease <laughs> and everyone will listen and be like, what the hell? How, why did you not get to it? We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? But first. Woody Durham. All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna timestamp the show out of the gate so everyone uh, uh, just just in case something crazy happens here. Tate, the uh, the Suns are down 20 with four minutes to play against the Mavericks. Uh, we we decided we were gonna wait till the games were over tonight. Um, we decided this one's over. It felt like Phoenix is waving the white flag. Yeah. Uh, so we we went ahead and waved the white flag too. So I say that to say if a fight breaks out, if Chris Paul <laughs> if sees the 16 year old kid, <laughs> if and, the kid is somehow know, back. And you're like, I can't believe those guys didn't talk about that. That's why we apologize. Tap our chest. It's, it's, we take full responsibility, but it's not our fault because we, uh, we we'd didn't know started. that happened. Yeah, yeah, we'd already started, and there's nothing we could do. Also, if the Suns come back and win, because uh, that's not going to happen. Four that couldn't happen. Not gonna Four happen. minutes. That's, that's not going to happen. It's been 20 couldn't. so long. That so couldn't long. happen, Tate. <laughs> it's like there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start with James Harden. That's the game that uh, was also played tonight that was over. Uh, that, that is over, and the Heat have moved on to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals tape. Mm. And this man, James Harden, is the talk of the NBA right now. Yes. And I just want to say that this was uh, I, I th- this was an affront on basketball, watching this man play tonight. This was like <laughs> – <laughs> 
this was i don't know i mean I, like, this was the most regular season bullshit i've ever seen out of a team facing elimination ever like i i i had to like check my calendar at three different times in this game because i the, the, it wasn't like they, they by the way i i didn't even feel like miami was playing that hard that was what was crazy to me it's like i i, oh, I no. saw miami at one point jimmy butler gave the look like wow are you guys serious like this yeah, is the, like, this wow. is the effort that you guys he's are giving tonight he's like wow you guys are are giving up miami Wonder. looked like Miami looked like they were running through like their their scout team stuff, and and Philly was happy to be the scout team. <laughs> Philly felt like very content to not go back to Miami. You know what I mean? They were fine to to pack things up tonight, and all they really wanted us to do. You mentioned James Harden. James Harden wants us to remember Game Four. You know, James Harden had thirty one in that right. game. James Harden, you know, was great in that fourth quarter. And in his mind, the way that he works, like you said, you know how you said in the NBA, we have to dump everything. Yeah. Well, four cycles ago, James Harden had it all figured out. You know what I mean? He was actually the James Harden that we expected him to be. He was quote unquote him. But now <laughs> the tables turn. He gets to a game six when he has to be him. And he turns into uh, the tour concert date, James Harden, which is when mm. he you know, has his 11 point games and mm -hmm. everyone trolls him. And to be quite frank, James Harden, you can tell he was not. He was not into it. And when they asked him about being aggressive, he said the ball didn't swing back his way. <laughs> Which I thought was great. I kept waiting for the ball to swing back. Just swing it back. He's like, it, it's like, James, we have the tape. Like, we can go back and look and we can see that the ball was in your hands many, many times. He's like, no, fake news. <laughs> that, that you know what's happen. funny is that, like, Ben Simmons, like, Ben Simmons wouldn't take one shot in a quarter, you know? Yeah. But James Harden. He took a shot in the third quarter and a shot in the fourth quarter because he was like, at least I got one. You know what I mean? At least I'm, <laughs> at least I got one up, so I'm better than Ben Simmons. Meanwhile, one iota better. This is this is going to be controversial because I know that this man is well liked, and I saw it uh, play out when uh, a man who was not named Joel Embiid won the MVP award. So I Ooh. I know how much Joel Embiid is loved, and <laughs> and Tate Frazier voice, and I like Joel Embiid. I love him, <laughs> but. If you if uh, this is how I get out of making this take, I'm gonna say it this way. Be careful. I'm not saying it, uh -huh. but if you wanted to say it to me <laughs> that Joel Embiid was putting forth a little fake effort tonight, I might say, "Huh." <laughs> I might go, "Uh-huh." Go on. Yes. Continue. It does look like he, you know, like dives on the floor, like well after a whistle, or like falls over and and. I'm, I'm, it's like he, he lives somewhere in between like hustling and flopping at the same time, you know, like the, the play that ended Danny Green's career, by the way, RIP Danny Green, like his knee is obliterated into a million pieces. Uh, great example where like he's kind of falling, but then like Joel Embiid probably could have like not fallen so dramatically. But at the same time, he was, I don't know, like, uh, uh, who's calling Dave Pash said something about like Joel Embiid on the floor for the fourth time already in this game. And usually when a guy's on a floor a lot, that's a good thing because he's hustling and, and diving, you know, but it, 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 it had a lot of Matt McQuaid, Michigan state vibes to it. You remember yeah, Matt why, why are you on the like, ground? Just like, like, please stand up. But it, you know, the thing about it is when you mentioned Joel Embiid, like Joel Embiid is really the non-starter because like, any nitpick of him, like you said, is going to come back full throttle because if you are the Joel Embiid truthers, then you're like, hey, Titus, the reason that Joel Embiid is hurt. on the floor he's, 
His it, thumb, it, his well, face. Well, that, of yeah. course, you know, he's hurt. He's playing hurt. And, you know, he's lose-lose situation. He already said that. But also, in 2019, he decided that he needed to fall more because his body needed to absorb all the blows. That's, that's right. why. He, that's why he <laughs> that's right. I forgot. All right. I took it back. Not because of the flopping. So that's why he's falling on the ground. But you're right. I mean, look. That's I, right. I, that's right. I, I'm sorry. I, I forgot about my... Uh... And then it's not just fake undiagnosed medical conditions. Okay, yeah, exactly. And it's not just the players with the Philadelphia 76ers. You got to look at Doc Rivers, who's as stubborn as they come in the coaches. Oh my God. One of the one of the best coaches. Like, don't get me wrong. The guy knows the game. The guy can really coach, but his stubbornness will never let him ever get to that certain level. And then after he's like a reporter, I think it was Howard Beck was asking him about like his job status. Is he worried about his job status? And doc was like, when you get things wrong, do you get fired? (laughs) (laughs) It's just like this circus in Philadelphia. I mean, and it didn't have to happen. Titus, like they had to get rid of Ben Simmons, right? At at some level, but they could have waited to the off season. They could have just played out with Seth Curry and Drummond and that little core that they had going. And then the off season signed James Harden as a free agent and then traded Ben Simmons somewhere else, you know, they could, or do a signing trade or whatever. Like, they they signed up for this and then it was a disaster and then everyone's like trying to figure out who to point the finger at and everyone knows that the finger is going to get pointed at James Harden but like you said right. Joel Embiid there's, there's it's not Joel Embiid there. I don't mean I don't mean to I didn't no. I should have saved I should have saved my Joel Embiid thought for like the, the end of this discussion I shouldn't have let I I just no, like no, I was watching like, tonight and I was just kind of like it's a circus the, the, yeah absolutely a circus and Joel Embiid has two years left on his contract now there's questions of he's like Jimmy Butler's like I want to play with Joel Embiid Joel Embiid's like I would love to play with Jimmy Butler Jimmy twisted I, the knife in the post-game press conference I, said like I, I I wish I was still here <laughs> I mean, can you believe he said that I was like, this is evil. That was cold-blooded, man. And they chose uh, they chose Brett Brown and Ben Simmons over Jimmy Butler. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, for Sixers. And Tobias two, Harris, too, two, right? Wasn't he the other guy? That they but Tobias kinda... was, like, the throw-in to Ben. because, Like, it was basically, like, we're going to choose Jimmy's side or we're going to take, like, Ben, Tobias, and be with those guys. And, uh, yeah. Um, Tragic. Tragic, it was, really. It was fun for me because it took me back two years ago uh, during the bubble playoffs when the uh, – the fraud power rankings were, were started. The the Genesis, uh, longtime friends of the program will remember. Houston fans think it's a, a, a we'll, we'll tell you it's a different. Yeah, they they remember it differently. But the uh, let the facts show that the fraud power rankings were started in the 2020 NBA playoffs when I was watching Doc Rivers Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George <laughs> just can shit the bed one game after another. Um, lead, yeah. yeah, and you're like, you're like, this team is so much better than they are showing. But at the same, and, and then like, as soon as you say that, like the one game, like as they're going through the playoffs, they'd have one game where they win by a ton, and and they'd look great. And then the next game, they, you know, and then they blow the three one lead. I'm like, all right, these guys are all frauds. But who's the? We got to rank who's the most fraudulent. Yeah. And two years later, Tate, to see a Doc Rivers team <laughs> right back, like the 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 juices are reinvigorated. Houston, I said after we watched Houston go to the uh, the Elite Eight this year, they went to the Elite Eight, right? They lost yeah, yeah. to uh, yeah. back to back, back to back Elite Eights. They went to the Final Four last year. <laughs> while while on the fraud power rankings, the while on the fraud power <laughs> they were in the Final Four in my fraud power rankings all year. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, no, so like when Houston uh, uh, finally plays well, like like the the last year's run that the, the Houston Cougars, I'm talking about, not the Rockets. Um, they they go to the final four, but they have the easiest path to the final four in the history of the NCAA tournament. This year they shut me up. They they uh beat Arizona, they beat Illinois, you know, they have a great run. 
So I thought I was going to retire the fraud power ranking state. And then I'm watching tonight and, and I'm getting so right. angry mm-hmm. at, at the, the all, all I could think, like all that was going through my mind was like, this is a regular season. Like this looks exactly like when there's like not a good college basketball game on and I throw an NBA game on and, and guys are just kind of going through the motions and, and, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, it doesn't really look like they're playing that hard, but also like, I would never tweet that because then the NBA holes would be like, dude, are you saying they don't play defense in the league? You know how like JJ Reddit cracks his knuckles and he's like, I'm going to turn the, <laughs> Tommy, turn the camera on. I'm going to do a podcast and explain to these simpletons. Yeah. They do play Fox defense. News. You're, yeah. Like, like, you're like, what? Yeah. Younger than you. Yeah. yeah. He's like, he's like, you know, they say on Fox news that they don't play defense in the NBA too. I find that interesting Titus. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? Like I <laughs> He's like, like hey, what tell- com- he's like, hey, what company are you at? We're like, Fox Sports. He's like, oh, God. And then, uh, and then you turn on the real playoffs, and, and everyone who covers the league for a living is like, it's crazy how much harder these guys are playing in the playoffs. And I'm like, that's what I said. <laughs> no, they um, Anyway, point is, uh, I was watching tonight. It was, it was, it, that's what it felt like. It felt like it was game 13 of the regular season. Uh, the, 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 the Sixers are lifeless. And I just felt like the fraud power rankings needed to come back. Granted, I did not rank, I, I, I did not put together the fraud power rankings, but I, I'm, I'm making the announcement to make the announcement, Tate. I'm saying that if this continues from the league as a whole, now the Sixers are out, so they're they're going to gracefully bow out. But what we're seeing from the Phoenix Suns with the Game Seven coming up is that oh. is that going final yet? Not final. One. Oh, uh, there's one. Yeah. Well, they're going to lose. All right, so they're definitely going to lose. Yeah. Uh, what we're seeing from the Phoenix Suns on the heels of what I witnessed from the Philadelphia 76ers, Tate. I'm making the announcement tonight that the fraud power ranking, the committee is reforming, and we may or may not be releasing some fraud power rankings as these playoffs continue. That's, I think the Warriors. The I think the Warriors. The Warriors have as well. To be on yes. that list as well, because I mean that that was despicable. Um, that was unbelievable. But uh, I, I, Doc Rivers is is got to be number one. I mean, like this guy is like his face is the fraud power. Like if 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 we were giving out the trophy, it would not be the Larry O'Brien. The avatar for the it's fraud. The, it's the Doc Rivers fraud champion trophy. Yeah. Um, and I find it interesting what you were saying earlier about the the, the Sixers. I don't, I don't know if you would say they went all in, but they could have certainly like not panicked and, and pulled the trigger on these moves. They could have waited till this offseason and tried to, to do various things. Uh, what I find interesting about that, Tate, is they kind of fucked up the timeline with Jay Wright because in a perfect world, Jay Wright is the name that, like when Doc Rivers gets fired or takes the Lakers job or God knows what the <laughs> What the hell's that? I hope he goes to the Lakers, right? That's the best case scenario for content. Um, right? But if there's a vacancy with the 76ers, Jay Wright's name's going to get floated. For sure. Right? That's the Absolutely. first thing that comes Duh. up. Absolutely. Every time. <laughs> and I think there's a world where Jay Wright takes his job, but I think if it happens next year, if you give Jay Wright a full year off, let him do the television deal. Let him work with us at Fox, you know, calling Big East games. And he comes on our podcast. He's like, I hate these guys. I hate this. <laughs> Who the hell are these bozos? As we were saying, we, we, we hope that Jay Wright takes the Steve Lavin role. Now that Lav's down at San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Um, Please, so if Jay. the Sixers would have waited, then the circus tent implodes next playoffs. You have a shot at Jay Wright because he's out of the game for a year and he's like, damn, I miss coaching. You know, I miss Philly because like he's coming out to L.A. to be on set with Rob Stone and Casey Jacobson. (laughs) And he's like, he's like, he's like, I love I love my guys at Fox. But, man, you know what I really love is coaching. And, man, I could go back to Philly full time. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to coach the 76ers. But I don't I don't think he's taking the job now. I think I think because because when he when he retired. 
he told everybody he did leave the door open. I saw him do one interview where someone asked about the NBA and he was like, never say never, you know, like something down the road might happen. But like for right now, I'm trying to retire. And I believe him in that part where like he's, he, he cannot retire. Jay Wright's too classy to retire and then take an NBA job a couple months later. Like that, exactly. I don't, I don't think he's going to do that, but he would do it a year later. I think. Cause it's enough time. There's enough yeah, space. It's enough time. I, yeah. I think that uh, there's a chance that the Philadelphia 76ers, because they made the trade for James Harden and the fact that James Harden can opt in for this $47 million. And for the people that think that he's not going to opt in for the $47 million, you no, must, no. you must not no. know James Harden. You know no, that's I mean? not true. I saw him in the post game press conference. He said, he's going to do whatever he can to make the team better next year. Yes, opt-in for the $47 million <laughs> would make him feel a lot better. Um, and when he does that – By the team, he that, means his team. His team of people. Is- I, I think that they could just go run it back for one – like they could do what Brooklyn is doing right now, which is the PR <laughs> spin of like we're going to spend an offseason together and then we're going to try mm-hmm. it one more time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do it one more time. Like Ben Simmons has destroyed two potential title teams. <laughs> With franchise stars and Joel Embiid in the Sixers and Kevin Durant, you know, with the Brooklyn Nets and Ben Simmons is is on both sides of the coin, ruining both of them. And and in fact, he's doing something that you joked about on our show. I mean, for the for the <laughs> yeah, long yeah. ago, which is basically like get paid to play Michael Porter, but never the Michael I, yeah. Porter Jr. never play. He's yeah. doing that and also like simultaneously destroying the tarnishing these these franchises with these uh superstars so i do think that they may just run it back for one year but if maury doesn't win next year like if it doesn't work out with harden maury's gonna get fired and his entire gm tenure that everyone you know jerks off about you know in the nba twitter mm-hmm. world but like mm-hmm. it's all tied to james harden and james harden is you know the guy that gets you 11 points and takes two shots in the second <laughs> half in a pivotal game you know what i mean so like yeah. what 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 Who's, a wild thing to saddle yourself up to, and he did it again. Like he he jumped back in the pool. You know what I mean? He got out of the pool. He got to Philadelphia. He had Joel Embiid, and he jumped right back in with James. All right, Hunt. so I'm gonna give you four names. You tell me who's the yeah. last name that the NBA world, the NBA Illuminati, will give up on. Ben Simmons, like because there's gonna be a time where where you, you're like, all right, I've had it. James Harden. We are not giving you. We we're not trading for you. Like you know, James Harden opts in next year. Who who is Sixers. offering James Harden a max right now on the on the open? Right, that's right. a big question. The only team that we know of is Detroit. The Pacers would. would. The Pacers would. <laughs> the Hornets would. My my beloved Indiana Pacers definitely would. They'd be like, "That's we never get big free agents. Let's go for it. <laughs> Let's take the swing." Uh, um. So these four, like you, you understand the exercise. Like winter winter teams finally be like, you know what? We don't need James Harden. I don't want James Harden. I don't want Ben Simmons. Uh, those two, those are two doc rivers is another one that an NBA job opens up and doc rivers is like, Hey, I'd, I'd take it. And they're like, yeah, you know what? We're good. Yeah. We're done. We're yeah. going to call coach K. See if he'll come uh, <laughs> to retirement oh. or Daryl Morey as a GM, like as a, as a genius, Ooh. like stats nerd. Daryl Morey is first up on the shopping block. He's the first one that the NBA circles are going to give up on of those, of those four. He's the first one that they give up on. Okay. And he thinks it's doc. Like he thinks that Doc is the one. Like he probably is going back, and they're gonna put try to put the blame on Doc. But I think the owners, because at the end of the day, all these people think that these GMs and you know coaches and that they have say. But at the end of the day, these owners are telling them what what the deal is, and the owners mm-hmm. want to have someone to blame, right? Everyone wants someone to blame, and I think Daryl Morey goes in the meeting and he's like, "I can't believe Doc did this." 
you know, James is going to work on this catch and shoot threes in the off season. We're going to, you know, <laughs> we're going to do all this stuff. And you know, that whole conversation is going to happen. And then I think that the ownership is going to, you know, be like, well, you made these decisions and you stuck your neck out and you know what I mean? Like this is on you. And I would, and you have to remember China. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? With the, with the more implications of the NBA, like the NBA, like this is his second chance anyway, you know what I mean? With those owners. So I mean it's a it's a wild spot. Philly is crazy right now. Like you have to Philly remember is, China. I I, I, want that, I want that poll quote. Yeah, pull that. Pull put that. that but, in a, but that really is like the, that is why he's first on that list of those four. No, I, that, that's a good point. And I think Ben is last, which is absolute horseshit because the guy is d- disgraceful to the game of basketball. And but he just I saw they just put out like a report that he had a, a herniated disc or something, and you know, like he had like surgery. He can he yeah Ben can continue to muddy the waters and exactly. and point fingers and and whatever. It, Harden's gonna be a little tougher. Doc won a title though. People forget this Tate. Doc's Celtics good. fans don't forget. Yeah, Doc. Yeah, two thousand and eight <laughs> is every day in Boston. Doc Rivers orchestrated the greatest one title dynasty in the history of the NBA. <laughs> the great. <laughs> we've never seen anything like it. Um, and I think that's that's gonna continue to. I think you might be right. I think it might be. It's either Maury or Harden. It's one of those guys that, that people are going to give up on. But they're they're in the same. They are swimming together. They're the they same. Yeah. Safe. Yeah, but they're not because they're gonna. You know what's gonna happen is the sea the the Seahawks the the Seattle the SuperSonics are gonna come back get a get an expansion team in Seattle. <laughs> Ship them. Daryl Morey and James Harden are gonna go run there. this team. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> Daryl runs the next. Yeah, just put guys. them next up. Or they go to the G League Ignite. Daryl Morey takes over the G League Ignite. James Harden goes play. Fat James Harden, who's like pushing 40, is down playing in the G League with 17-year-olds. Yeah, just let it happen. Also, Joel Embiid has two years left on his deal. So Joel Embiid is top priority. Priority number one is making Joel Embiid happy. And right now, Joel Embiid is not very happy. As you saw in his press conference where he said, you know, they expect Houston James Harden, but he's not Houston James. He said that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Joel does not mince his words, and you know that he means what he means. And he also says that he wants to play with Jimmy Butler. So if you're Pat Riley and you're the Miami Heat, you're saying, oh, my God, Joel has two years left on his deal. Guess what? Bam Adebayo can play the four. We could put Joel at the five, and we have Jimmy, Joel, and Bam Adebayo, and Max Struss. <laughs> we Max Struss. <laughs> Max Struss. <laughs> so you, you put together a package. You call Philly. You say, we'll give you Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Dedman, <laughs> Caleb no, Martin. No, I mean, look, you, all you have to do is wait one year because then he then he has an expiring contract and he and it's a sign and trade or he just plays it out. You know what I mean? But he. What's can the difference? Too. By the way, you're you're the you're the uh, you you aren't the trade machine Picasso, but you live you work closely with him. Um, so you understand? <laughs> I was cooking up trade machines yeah. for Picasso. To I, I was doing the, the that Picasso would walk in and look at him and then be like, yeah. <laughs> You're the Picasso understand. He would he would he would do the the paint by numbers. He would draw it out, and sometimes you'd have to fill in some of the numbers. He's like, Tate, hit hit a number all the, all the number fives you see. Hit this with the orange real quick. Can you paint those in? Um, explain to me the difference between trading a guy and flipping a guy, because I see a lot of that in, in, in NBA lingo. He's like, what if we just flip? What if we flip? <laughs> what if I we just flip? Flip, flip a few assets. We just flip them. We flip them. Yeah, I feel mean? like flipping is more like when Jay Crowder was on the Grizzlies, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he was there for like a little bit of time, and he was like a nice veteran in the locker room, but really you were just trying to flip him to a contender. 
for some value. I just I see and the GMs doing like a guy that you had on your team that you actually invested in and you got to get rid of. I get you. I think I see so. the I see anytime uh, guys are talking about flipping guys. I just see like the Shaka side, like the <laughs> like surfer flip, bros let's are like let's go flip him, dude. Go flip him. Should we flip Duncan Robinson? Should we flip him? Flip him, for, flip him for Harden. Why don't we flip him for Harden? I mean, at least Duncan <laughs> got paid at the end of the day. But, I mean. Dude, Struis just, Struis, like, I don't know who Max Struis is. I'm going to be honest. Like, I know he played at DePaul, but, like, that that should tell you all I need to know about why I don't know anything about this guy. Um, What the hell, dude? Like, <laughs> get your own shit, Max Struis. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Also, Miami, stop trying to find, like, diamonds in the rough. You already have diamonds. You know what I mean? Like, when you already I, have diamonds, why do you need more? Why do you always have to keep mining diamonds? Like, stop, Pat Ryan. Max Struis. had Duncan Robinson. Max Struis is a homewrecker is what he is. Like, Dun- the marriage between the Miami Heat and Duncan Robinson was beautiful. And Max Struis came along and said, I'm a little more attractive. You yeah. want me, don't you? And yeah. Pat Riley and Eric Spolster. He Jolied like, it. He Angelina yeah. Jolied the situation. Yeah. And now yes. we have a problem. Now we have a yes. major problem. And now yes. Duncan Robinson's on the bench and he's making all this money and he probably feels a little guilty because he's like, Max probably needs some of this money because he's playing so much, probably tired. You know what I mean? I had a, I had an idea tonight, by the way. Um, I'm, I'm going to say it to our, our audience because uh, there's zero chance I'm going to actually put forth the effort to make this tweet happen. But I had an idea for a tweet where I take that text that I remember, remember when, <laughs> a couple years ago when uh, the Heat made the finals. And then uh, <laughs> oh, I, the I, I, tweet, I tweeted the Duncan text. <laughs> Turn into it. And, and the Duncan was like, God damn it, dude. Why would you? Yeah, it's on every bleacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got aggregated. Um, I thought about tonight taking that text, edit, photoshopping it, whereas or, or do, doing the tweet over because, like, when I tweeted, I was like, I can't believe this guy texted me four years ago, two years ago, whatever it was. Um, and now he's going to be in the NBA finals. And I was about to, I wanted to tweet, I can't believe uh, some kid from Michigan texted me four years ago and now he's going to be playing in the Eastern Conference Finals and in the text I was going to have Duncan Robinson texting me like hey man do you have any tips on how to sign a 90 million dollar contract <laughs> <laughs> and put up trillions in the NBA playoffs <laughs> I mean I was thinking about editing that and then like making the text say that and just re- do, redoing the exact same tweet except this time it's uh <laughs> I was hoping that this time it would be Max Dross it's oh, man. Max <laughs> That's better. It's the same, the same exact text. I can't believe Duncan. it's signed Duncan, but you just have you change the name to Max. This kid Max Struess texted me when he was at the Paul. I never thought anything would happen, but oh my god, I get. To- I've always believed been- in Chicago kids. <laughs> Wanted him in Chicago State, dude. I should do that. Honestly, Those, the, the, the if you put that out. I think it would get aggregated. Like if you put Max as the, if we get Jim to to Photoshop it properly, where it's I Max. do I do a collab with Ballsack Sports that yeah. that that uh that account I like retweets it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a joint tweet. Um, you mentioned uh MB talking about James Harden, the the Houston James, <laughs> the Houston James Harden's not walking through that door. Um, it am I crazy or like? <sighs> It, it's really it, – I'm kind of bummed out. Like, I know it's fun to make jokes about James Harden, and it's, it's he, he definitely belongs on the fraud power rankings, and, and I don't think we should be taking it easy on him tonight. But I, I, I'm a little bummed out because the, the Houston – the Daryl Morey-James Harden experience was, was so close to being – and I, I, I get it, hang the banner, they almost won, yada, yada, yada. But they were up against the, K, the, the 
people forget, but also don't forget, but at the same time, forget, this is like the, 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 uh, the all time in basketball world, like people forget, but at the same time, nobody actually forgets. But then you do forget when you talk about Harden's legacy that like Harden's the biggest choker piece of shit in the playoffs. You fat, lazy piece of shit, no defending, <laughs> you know, like this is how people talk about him. It's so Cause expensive. Of, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. of nights like tonight. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, dude, four years ago. And granted, again, I'm not saying the guy I Philly is the guy he was at Houston, but like, he was right there. And Chris Paul his hand, has the bad hamstring, doesn't play in game seven. They're, they're, it, was, it was a millimeter. They were a millimeter away. They, they missed 27 straight threes, but they were right there. They almost took down the greatest basketball team, the greatest assemblage of talent maybe in the history of basketball, right? Um, so I guess what's frustrating to me is like James Harden could still like lose in the playoffs every year. But it, all you have to do is just kind of you, – you just can't do what you did tonight. Like, as long as you're out there, like, given some sort of effort, I'll always fondly remember 2018 Game 7. Like, you you almost did it by yourself. With no, what, what are you watching? Just well, as you're talking about James Harden, I'm watching the highlights, and they have, they're doing, like, the slow-mos of him turning the ball. Oh, really? <laughs> it's perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, here's James Harden not taking a shot when he had an open look at it. Yeah, yeah. Winking the ball. Um, like, no, it's frustrating because, like, all he, he doesn't have to be – he doesn't have to be James Harden at Houston. He has to be Max Struess. If he's Max Struess, <laughs> Struess, you know what great. I mean? Dude, Twenty points. No, he was. That's what I'm saying. Like James Harden, we're, we're not asking you to drop 45 points in this yeah. win or go home game. We're asking you to like. He did it in Game Four. You dude, know what he, I mean? He his turnovers. It. it wasn't just that he was turning it over. He was just like straight up handing the ball. That's why Jimmy sure. Butler was like, "Wow!" I he, they, they cut to him at one point. And he just goes, "Wow, this is this is something else. These guys fucking suck." uh and and it was frustrating because yeah i'm just like dude four years ago you had us you had like all the 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 james harden haters granted you did lose i'm not saying you won i i no uh no no moral victories here but at the same time dude like given the circumstances with chris paul being out in the game seven and you take the warriors to the brink and you have them on the ropes and and just like the circumstances of all that coming out of 2018 you don't put the haters to bed forever but there's always like that that's kind of a trump card you can always play but the problem is you've given the haters a lot of trunk so cards. Much ammo sense. So yeah. much sense. And it's, that's what's frustrating to me. That's what's yeah. frustrating. I mean, the worst part about James Harden, and it's not re- like I love, I really like the way that James Harden like plays basketball when he's playing at a high level. You know, it's fun to watch. And he had moments when he went to the Sixers originally where he got in a defensive stance. He was moving the ball with Maxi. They had a nice little one, two going with each other. He's got to get in shape. He hasn't been yeah. in shape since he showed up out of shape when Steven Silas got hired. And I think the reason why I kind of turned on him is because I really like Steven Silas. He's one of the good people. I love Coach Silas's dad. So the fact that he gets hired his first job ever to be a head coach and James Harden, they're supposed to be a contending team and he's supposed to be an MVP type player. Mm-hmm. And he just quits yeah. and demands a trade. You know what I mean? Like he he is due all this bad juju because of that. Because the way to get traded in this league always has been to play yourself into a trade. Chris Paul mm-hmm. did that. Went to mm-hmm. OKC, traded. Al Horford did that. Went to OKC, you know, that's how it works. So he broke the code to uh, to use lingo for job. <laughs> he broke the code. Um, and that is why, like, it being egg on his face, I, I don't feel that bad for him. No, I don't feel bad for him. I don't, no, no, I, no, but you're, yeah. but you're right. Like, it is one of those things where it's like, how, how much more can you pile on the guy? And I hope that this summer he actually does go and gets in shape and they come back and give it one more run. Because if, if it ends where like 
he's not getting the max from Philly and he's done with Philly and Joel Embiid is one foot out the door and who knows the process is done by the way. I mean the the, the it's we're we're at the end of the the final seeps and final yes. moments of the process, which is wild because we lived through the entire iteration of it, and it ends with Daryl Morey, and it ends with James Harden, which is wild because they had their own process going on in Houston that everyone hated, and that was the <laughs> analytics travel. You know, it's kind of crazy that like you know that Hinky Morey, the whole thing kind of ends in one place, you know, in Philadelphia. <laughs> to be Where's to Paul be clear, Revere when you need him. To be clear, I did not I, – I don't feel bad for Harden a little bit. I'm not rooting yeah. for Harden. I, it just like when you have an opportunity to be likable and to be a hero and you choose to be a villain and you choose to not be likable, that's stupid. That's a it's bad – that's a bad – that's a miscalculation for yeah. me. From my yeah. perspective, you should not do that. You should be likable instead. <laughs> and this dude just keeps choosing over and over. I mean, oh my God! I, I was LeBron offended. taught us that in watching this tonight. You know what I mean? Like LeBron taught us that like choosing the villain was wrong, and he admitted that. Like halfway through the year, he was like, "I said I wanted to be the villain. My bad. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't want <laughs> to be the Heatles. You know what I mean? Like I want to be like. So um, I mean, I don't know. James Harden hopefully will have that moment. So, uh, do you believe in the Heat? The Heat have moved on to the Eastern Conference Finals. State. What is uh? What? I, I I mean, like, obvious. I I I'll shut up. I asked you first. You answer. You go. Go. Do you believe in? Do the I heat? believe in the Heat? Like, do I do I think the Heat could win the championship? No. Did, okay. <laughs> Simple as that. I mean, do I mean they might could. Be, I think they could beat the Bucks. I really do think they could beat the Bucks. I think they're a good matchup with the Bucks. They have like a mental edge. They've swept them before. Giannis is someone that PJ Tucker is going to. What PJ Tucker did to yeah. Kevin Durant last year is what he's going to do to Giannis or try to do to Giannis by just kind of making his life miserable. And without Chris Middleton, I mean, hopefully he'll be playing. By he'll the be back there. I talked yeah. to. Him. I I I text. I just got off the phone with him. He's going to be back. back. Yeah, he'll, he'll be, be back, back for there you go. Chris Middleton yeah. will be back. And if and if he's back, maybe that helps with the PJ situation. But I think the Heat are scary for the Bucks. But uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah. What about you? I don't like I I I the game I watched tonight, because I I there apparently I, I wasn't aware of this that 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 the, a lot of people think the Heat are paper tiger and like are the one seed in the East, but you know, they, they don't have, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit. Like Jimmy Butler is, is very, very good. I love Jimmy Butler. I he's the Jimmy best Butler. B plus you can find. Yeah. But he's not, he's not a super duper duper star that um, you traditionally feel like you're supposed to have to win an NBA title. Um, so I, 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 I felt like there's a little bit of a reaction that the, the heat going on the road to close out a team with Joel Embiid and James Harden got people's respect. And like, I, Tonight did nothing to change my opinion on the Heat, which is to say, I, I I do think they're good enough to probably win the title. I don't think they will, but um, like they they won by nine points when Philadelphia didn't even want to be there. That was like the, that was what was crazy to me is like the Heat weren't even playing that hard. The Heat were just going through the motions. Yeah, I I, I don't think the Heat would have won that game if the Sixers had played, you know. At a at a B plus level to be. Quite I think honest. the Heat. I think the Heat too are a little too cute sometimes. You know, like I think like the. I, I guess this is the criticism of the Heat culture or whatever. But like the, at a certain point, starting Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, like you it's can't like win it. Come back to bite you. Yeah. You can't do that. Like it, it is cute. You're good. Congratulations. But like, right? That can't work. 
That's no, not I mean, gonna work. <laughs> they're very lucky that Oladipo has worked out. You know what I mean? That was a flyer that they took, and then he actually mm. had to be one of their, you know, better guys to defend on the perimeter. So I, I don't think the Heat are there. And I think if we really, if we were in a room and we were talking to Eric Spolstra and Pat Riley, and we were like, "Is this team a title team?" They would say no, right? The, like, the Heat. I'll, I'll say this: the, the Heat remind me, and maybe this makes them a title team. They remind me of Kansas this year in that regard, where it's like this so. is not. The the guys the the the, the Spolster Riley slash Bill Self and his coaching staff will, will you hit them a true serum they're like yeah this is not the best team we you know like this, we I've I've been around teams far 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 better than this but at the same time we got a chance I don't know we got a chance <laughs> like I like the matchups I like I you know if it is if we're playing Milwaukee next I like that matchup and then the Western Conference like some of the like the Suns certainly look vulnerable who the hell knows if they'll Warriors. even be there the Warriors yeah. look vulnerable uh. I don't know. Maybe maybe we back our way to an NBA title, and and we are actually the best team. So, th- th- there's that sort of vibe with uh w- with the Heat with me, like I had with Kansas, where I'm like, honestly, dude, like this is not a, a memorable Kansas team in terms of, um, you know, the, the 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 last 15 years, this Kansas team is not even in the top 10 of the best, the the last 15 Kansas yeah, teams yeah, we've yeah. seen. But that's not how it works. They had to win the they had to win six games in the state tournament. They did it. Maybe the Heat do the same. I don't know. Well, and then I've seen some people say that, you know, the Heat have had a great draw to this point. It's like, yeah, they were the one seed. They, <laughs> 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 they earned they earned this right that they yeah. had to be here. So I don't want to dismiss what they did in the regular season. I just, Dude. when it comes to the playoffs and the game slows down and you actually see where the space is, which a lot of the space is vertical, you know what I mean? Like Bam Adebayo does not really inspire much hope when he has to go up against a Giannis Antetokounmpo or DeAndre Ayton or something like that because he's 6'9". These guys are real footers. You know, they're real seven-footers. Yeah. They're going to go vertical. And JaVale McGee, Bismack Biombo, and DeAndre Ayton, that front line, like, who does the Miami Heat? Like, Deadman and Bam Adebayo cannot match those three guys. You know what I mean? At yeah. the end of the day, that's just not going to happen. So that's what worries me about the Heat, really. I don't know. Quick break to get aware from our sponsors. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other private eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices devices without sacrificing on speed computers tablets phones even your tv streaming services whether i'm at home or in public i don't go online anymore without ip vanish ip vanish is offering an incredible 70 percent off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee that's just like getting nine months for free ip vanish is super easy to use all you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on trustpilot so go to ipvanish.com titus and use promo code titus and claim 70% of your savings. That's IPVANISH.com slash Titus. Also, I want to talk about our friends at Coors Light. These days, it seems life forces us to be on all the time, but every now and then it's important to stop and reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It is mountain cold refreshment and it's made to chill. And it is my favorite beer on planet Earth. It might be my favorite drink on planet Earth. In fact, hey, my mother, uh, who is in the Purdue Basketball Hall of Fame, listens to the show. She's she's an off-season listener. She she's grinding out these shows, going on walks around the neighborhood. Um, loves loves the James Harden takes, loves all that. She called me the other day and she goes, I I, I gotta ask, Mark, like when I, I when I hear you read these Coors Light ads, 
you, it sounds like you're drinking a lot of Coors Light. She's like, you are, are you just faking that? Or like, are you really into Coors Light this much? And I was like, mom, you need to sit down for this one. <laughs> your son, mom, your son is all grows up. <laughs> I'm not your little baby boy anymore, mother. I'm sad. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm at the same time sad to report, but also very happy to report that I uh, am in a committed relationship with Coors Light and uh, I will be hammering some Coors Lights on the beach tomorrow. Cannot wait. Coors Light is cold lager, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as a Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Maybe James Harden will be having some Coors Lights uh, in Cancun, Tate. I wouldn't bet against it. When I need to take a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash TNT. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Do you want to talk about the Suns or the uh, uh, Bucks Celtics? What, what what stands out to you next? What, what's what's I mean, more... Shocking. I think the, the best the, series. I think the best series that we're watching or that we're all watching is Buck Celtics, right? Yes, I mean, that was absolutely. Unbelievable. That it's was nine. Crazy. It's nine day watching Buck Celtics and then watching Heat Sixers. Like the it's embarrassing. The, the difference between the players, them. the atmospheres. Yeah. Which granted, like, if I was a Philly fan, like I would have. I don't blame you for having a shitty atmosphere and it being kind of quiet in there, but. At the same time, it's night and day watching the the Boston crowd and the Milwaukee crowd versus the, yeah. the Heat and the Philly crowd. Just the intensity of the series and the product that they're putting on display for us. I mean, yes, like and the, every single down. like every single bucket in the Celtics Bucks series feels like it's going to be the game winner. And I, and then I look up and there's like four minutes left in the third yeah. quarter, and I'm like, I, I know, but they're up seven. Like that's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to come back from down seven with it. I mean, even uh, think about that Horford dunk. You know what I mean? The Horford dunk with like two minutes to go. You're like, that's game, right? That yeah. is going to be on a poster in Boston kids' bedrooms for the next 20 years. Al Horford defies father time and throws down this dunk on top of Giannis, a.k.a. the greatest player on the planet. And yet we still had so much more to go in that game. You know what I mean? Like it was... <laughs> It was an epic saga. I feel like, unfortunately, this might be the best series that's left. You know what I mean? As far as the basketball with, with the Celtics and the Bucks. That's the way people see it. I've seen a lot of people talking that way, that, that the winner of this is your champion, that this is the this this might be the NBA Finals. I don't know if I can go that far. But, but in terms of, like, I mean, Suns-Mavs. Suns but the Suns-Mavs hasn't, like, really been a great series, to be completely honest. And it's, it's, been, it's been back and forth of, like, who's – it's who's not winning even the games. basketball related half of the stuff that's going on in the series too. It's like who's who's like talking junk, you know. Yeah. Uh, Evan Booker is like calling it the Luca, you know, flop, and then you know Luca's like, oh, they acting all tough. <laughs> I mean, all this drama, you know what I mean? Like, it has nothing to do with basketball. And like the reason why I love the Celtics and the Bucks is because it is all basketball. In fact, yes. it's fascinating to see guys figure it out. Like I'm watching Jalen Brown figure it out. You know, I'm watching Jason Tatum figure it out. I'm watching Drew Holiday figure it out it's great this is a great point because i i hearing you say that i don't know a single memorable soundbite that's come out of a press conference and I'm, I'm not like paying that much of attention i'm just like living my life and and then i'll i'll see joel Embiid said this about james harden in the post press conference or i'll see lucas said this about devin booker i'll see um john moran and steph said what whoop that trick what what is it whoop that trick Whoop that trick. Whoop that Which, trick, yeah. In a world where everything is getting canceled, can I just say whoop that trick? Whoop is that like, trick seems about, pretty – Yeah, it seems like pretty up there. And like, Tate, I am, I'm extremely that. white. I am not white enough to not know what whoop that trick means. <laughs> I know. I know exactly what that means, and I can't believe. Uh, I can't believe we're anyway. Yeah. Um, 
like all, all those other series i do know of sound bites of what like you're actually absolutely right like i don't know if i'm, I'm sure it ha- people that are plugged into this will, will say well, yeah what about here, here's something from here's something marcus smart said yeah or- marcus smart said whatever i haven't seen it because to your point it's been like like the takeaways from these games the, the the one bit that's like not exactly pure basketball is bitching about the refs yeah but that like kind of comes back to the basketball and that comes back to like how do you officiate Giannis? uh because he does there, there is a foul every single time the man touches the ball. It's just whether it's on him or the guy guarding him. We don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no one Somebody's fouling. I just call it double foul. If I was ref for these games, every time he drove the basket. Well, and there's foul. also like the factor of like Giannis can get hit and then stretch his arm and throw mm-hmm. it in. And you're like, is that continuation? Is it and one? Is it on the floor? I mean, yeah, the, the, that is the that is the only conversation that's happening with the Celtics. With Giannis is like, I was in the act of shooting. You're like, Giannis, you're behind the three point line, and you weren't you weren't like going up. He's like, No, I was going to take one more step and then dunk it. He's like, That's <laughs> the like, act of shooting. You're like, I have seen him do that. So you're like, that's a great point. I, yeah, <laughs> dude, he did a doctor. He pulled a Dr. J where he literally stepped around. He he took a step past Al Horford. He was behind the basket. He wrapped, he, and, then he, and then he left his feet. He wrapped behind the basket and then made a layup and then got the N1. And I literally said to myself, what is, like, this is something that it's, it's unlike anything I've ever seen before, honestly. So Giannis doesn't want to be him. We know that. We, we, we cover that. We are, we are, uh, By we, are on, we, we are, we are leading. <laughs> we are leading the him discussions. Uh, we we are we are leaders in this space, state. So people yes. come to us and they they want to hear what we have to say about who's him and who's not him. Uh, Giannis has opted out of being him. We understand that. Let me ask you in a different way, though. If you could be, if you could go play pickup basketball and just feel what it's like to experience the physical gifts or like the 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 skill level of of any player in the NBA, is Giannis your answer? Is it John Morant being able to? Have pogo sticks. Yeah. Is it I mean, uh Kyrie's handle? <laughs> Kyrie's handle. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, is it Jokic? Is it Luca? Uh, uh, here's one. Here's my hottest take. Rod. Strickland is it Max Struess? <laughs> Rod, Rod Strickland has a better handle than Kyrie Irving. So I mean, just mm. go watch the tape. Rod Strickland is still the best point guard. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not today. But Rod Strickland's the best. But yeah, you're right. I mean, this is how sick I am about Giannis. I literally played 2K. I started a dynasty mode. I started as the Bucks, and I played through the season, and I played the playoffs, and I, I literally play with Giannis just as Giannis, and I have more fun playing defense than I do offense. Like, <laughs> offense, is fun. offense is fun that you can dunk or, like, you know, basically kick it out to someone for a wide open three every single time. But defense, there's nothing like someone thinking that they're going to have a little turnaround and you going up and just snatching the ball out of the air. And that That is what... I would do as Giannis hit the Kumpo. I would bait people to throw balls into the, like to just throw it in the post. And then I would just block the shit out of them. <laughs> um, yes. I would love it to reminds be. me. And uh, one of those NCAA games, like way back when maybe like Oh six Oh five, something like that. When I was in high school, um, I, 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 I was a defensive tackle because I figured out that you could, you could run like a blitz package where you send two guys straight by the center into the into the A gap. It was like a glitch in the game where if you have if you have two guys in the A gap and they both are just bomb rushing the center, he can't block them both. The center <laughs> yeah. turns to block one guy and then the other guy gets the sack every time. Yeah. So all my friends were were like creative player doing quarterback winning the Heisman with their quarterback or their running back or whatever. And I was a defensive He's like tackle. Twenty four sacks. <laughs> yeah. <I> was- <laughs> 
That's what everybody... You still somehow finished second in the Heisman <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just because you're a defensive tackle. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Giannis is the biggest cheat code I've ever had in a video game. Like, other than Michael Vick. Like, Michael Vick was a cheat code. You just yeah. run out of the defense. Like, Giannis, literally, you can throw an alley-oop and hit <laughs> it everywhere. And he blocks everybody, and he's unbelievable. And yet, at the same time, it's at the same time, it's very realistic. Um, Drew Holiday is very easy to root for, by the way. I was, I, I, I love that guy. That I think that's why, like, when when you and I talk about the Bucks, we we do get a little carried away, and like it's, I, I think that we both are pretty unabashedly cheering for the Bucks, right? Like, I, I mean, like I, I certainly in the series, but like yeah, overall, yeah. like I, 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 I don't know how you could watch the game and i think that if you're a celtics fans i understand obviously you're pulling for the celtics but i don't know how you can watch the bucks play and the way that they play and the way that they carry themselves and it's not just Giannis. i mean pat Connaughton, i think is a great dude i love yeah. the way i love those free throws that he made a kid from massachusetts to make those in the boston garden that was amazing bobby portis is one of my favorite characters in basketball I mean, how could you not love Bobby Portis? I've always is awesome. loved Bobby Portis. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've always rated Bobby Portis. I've exactly. always, I've always yeah, rated. So him. I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> um, it's one of those things where obviously there there is like like you said, we're quote unquote pulling for the Bucks. But when I watch the play, and I'm so familiar with this team, I just inherently start pulling for him because Drew Holiday. How could you not? Giannis. How could you not? I mean, Grayson I Allen know. makes it great. I think that's why Grayson had to join the Bucks. I think that there had to be like a little bit of. But uh, Grayson is silent, and he kind of – I mean, the only time that he really barks is when he plays the Bulls, and he has some weird fascination with the Bulls, and he plays great against them, and he also, like, does dirty stuff to them. So I, I don't know what <laughs> is going on with him and the Bulls. But other than that, the Bucks are really, really fun to root for. I don't think this series is over, by the way. I don't I mean, either. I don't, th- I don't think – I think it could go back to Boston, and it might be one of those things where, like, Giannis has to win three in Boston. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. He won two in Boston without Chris Middleton. Do you remember I think last that's, year? I think that's what I want. Hearing you say that now, I think that's what I'm rooting for. I want the Bucks to win the series, but the idea of Giannis winning three, like the Celtics fans have to watch their team. Did you see Kendrick Perkins said today that, that uh, Giannis is on the Mount Rushmore or will be on the Mount Rushmore all-time basketball? So it goes back to what I said at the start of the series that the Celtics media, the fact that Giannis is doing it to them Yes, now, they, now, now it counts. Are, now they are shooting him to the moon. So Giannis is official. Like now we can all say with our chest out, Giannis is the best yeah, player no. in the world. Give him his flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do, you know, that's another that's another NBA ranking I could do is uh who deserves you, their flowers. You do the you do the him rankings. I'll do the flowers rankings of of give give this man. Oh my god, give this man his flowers. You have to give Luka Doncic his flowers, you guys. Um Give, and then I'll, and then I'll also do the the, flowers, the league is the league is in good hands rankings. I could do oh, those too. Sp- speaking of Luca, uh, what the hell is going on with the Suns? What the hell is going on with this series? It's it's going to be our our sources reported to us after two games that it was going to be a sweep. It is not a sweep. Um, it is going to Game Seven in Phoenix. And you want to talk about a team that um, every time we do a show, it's it's a different story. Yeah, that's the Suns. I mean, they they won by thirty three days ago. And they, they got it's, blown out in Dallas. It's really it makes I, no sense. There was one thing that I always point to as like a good lesson on like the tortoise and the hare and sportsmanship, you know. And it were and it goes back and it beckons back to 2011. And it was when Dirk Nowitzki had a cold, and LeBron James and Dwayne Wade walked into the arena and they they were fake coughing and they basically were like. 
making fun of of Dirk Nowitzki, and it looked like it was going to be a wrap. Like the heat, the heat, the heatles at the time were mm-hmm. going to get their first championship, and yada, yada. And we all know the rest. And Dirk goes off, and he wins the title. When Chris Paul and Devin Booker after Game Two were laughing when they got asked about attacking Luca on defense, and they were smirking and they were being coy about it, and they, you know, and then Devin Booker does a little thing where he's like calling it a Luca when he's like laying on the ground being dramatic. Mm-hmm. When you poke and you prod against mm-hmm. someone that's that level of talent, I just think that you're playing a dangerous game, and I think that the gamesmanship, which is the game within the game, not even the basketball, has overtaken the basketball, and that's exactly where Luca. Luka Doncic wants to live. You know what I mean? Luka Doncic is playing mind games with these guys, and Phoenix has lost. They've lost the plot. You know what I mean? They are yes. off the rails, and Monty Williams is trying to get them back on the rails, but Monty Williams is playing a game that he he seems like he is overwhelmed by because Chris Paul, I mean, there's just a lot going on with the – They've, the they've let Luka – And the time – like. All, yeah. all of it is kind of crashing down in this one moment, and the pressure is obviously on Phoenix to deliver. And Luca is the perfect foil to this whole thing. And the fact that you you woke up this chaos and you introduced it by your own, I don't even know what it was, hubris at some level, that's what worries me about the Phoenix Suns because they are the best team in basketball. They have the right pieces to win this series, but I'm worried about where they are right now. They, they, they have let Luca uh, just swallow them alive not 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 in the sense that like luca i mean obviously luca is the best player on the floor um but as you said like attacking luca on defense it's almost like the mavs know every time down the floor what the suns are trying to do at this point they they understand like what luca is capable of and not capable of and to be clear the mavs defense was was incredible tonight yeah luca's luca's still not good defensively like i don't want to i don't want to hear anything about how like luca's improved luca's dog (laughs) shit he's absolutely dog shit defensively on an individual level he's he's he is not he's he's dog shit. There's no way around that. And the worst part is that like sometimes he doesn't even give you like the the cheap recover. You know how you're no, talking about yeah. Joel Embiid will give you like the kind of like faux like energy hustle. Like Luca doesn't even give you the fake. He won't even he won't even like stick a hand up to like yeah. fake challenge a shot at times. You know, like he just kind of like lets guys shoot up. He, he's he's garbage defensively. Um but the Mavs have figured it out and they've, they've realized like what's going to happen when, when uh, you know, the, whoever Luca is guarding is setting the ball screens for Chris Paul. They, 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 as the series has gone on, they, they have adapted. They Reggie Bullock, Dorian Finney Smith have played great defense and, yeah. and locked up um, and shot the ball on the well. perimeter and they've shot that. Dude, that's really what it is. I think, I think this is, I think, I think I'm going to circle this one as the make shot series. I think the Mavs, <laughs> the Mavs are, the the Mavs are the Alabama of the NBA. They're the they're the make shots team of the NBA. That like it, it the the reason you're getting such wild swings from the Dallas Mavericks is because sometimes they make shots and sometimes they don't. When they make shots, they're better. That's yeah. my analysis. I mean, you're not and, wrong. And they seem to make shots at home and not make shots on the road. Which is <laughs> the classic tale of every like home team in the playoffs. It's also very funny to be that because like the Dallas shooters is, is exactly what LeBron wants. Like what Luca has is exactly what LeBron dreams of. You know what I mean? To have yeah. like Finney Smith, Reggie Bullock and Kleba all just like surrounding him while he gets to basically probe and prod and, and move at his own pace. Do whatever he wants for 23 and a half I'm seconds. LeBron, I'm literally like Jason Kidd should be my head coach. Someone call yeah. him from like, get the bag to that guy and bring him back to LA because that's what I want to do. Mark Cuban as an owner too. Like, cause you know, as you said earlier, talking about ownerships and, and NBA and stuff, it's all coming from the top with that too. Like the, yeah. Mark, like the, the fact that Luke ended up with an owner and Mark Cuban who, 
not only is okay with it, but like would is saying more full steam ahead, give yeah. Luca the ball, let him run everything, let everything go through. Like, I don't know. They're, I, I guess most owners would do that, but at the same time, probably not all owners would do that. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, the, the owners that are hands-on, they'd be like, why, why do we have one guy that, has the ball in his hands 21 seconds every possession? Well, that's what Fertitta was doing with the Rockets. He's like, what is yeah. going on? Yeah, what, what is going on? What is this? <laughs> why did I, Why am I paying Chris Paul $50 million? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, that's good. That's what good. What else? So what? Uh, well, I just want to say game seven, the one thing that I had to point out for Luka purposes, when we talk about him and everything, Luka – in this game, in Game Seven, if they're going to win, he does not need to be him until the the last four minutes. Luca never needs to be it. Like that, that is, I I don't want Luca to be him. I want Luca to be. <laughs> I don't know, man. I know what you're I, saying. I, I do kind of hate that. Like I I, the, I don't hate watching it because I do respect it. And like when Harden was at his peak on the Rockets, like I I was kind of a dissenting opinion. It felt like at times because a lot of people hated how he was drawing fouls and the style of play and how he just pounds the ball, dribbling. 21 times a, a possession or whatever um but i was I, I i don't know like there's a part of me that was like dude i he he, he finds the matchups he, he he kills these guys it's it's kind of cool to see that like nobody can stop this man and i sort of feel the same way about luca but i i'd be lying if i said that's best for the mavericks success that like the the, the path to victory for the dallas mavericks is Luca's touching the ball a lot let's let's make him touch it even more i don't think that's the that's the solution you know yeah and, I, no. and my fear is game seven, that's what Luke is going to try to do, is be like, I'm going for 60 tonight. Well, that's what I'm, happened against the Clippers last yes. year, game seven. Yes. He, 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 that, that, I think, what scares me about the Suns, like, because I, I, you know, we were talking about, like, rooting it. Like, I am pulling for the Suns because I think that they've been the best team all year, so I'm pulling for them to get to where I think they deserve to be. But at the end of the day, Luca learned last year, I think, how to win a game seven, and that is terrifying for mm-hmm. the Phoenix Suns because he could literally – he already has the experience. This isn't a first time deal for him. And he if he if he beats the Suns, do you understand what Nick Wright is gonna do? And what <laughs> like these people are going to lose their absolute mind. I mean, they are going to Giannis is going to be an afterthought, right? Giannis is gonna go win the championship and win another finals MVP. Yet all we're gonna talk about is the fact that Luka Doncic beat the Phoenix Suns. We gotta get the conference final. I can't tell if I want Nick on our to come on our show or if I never want to talk to Nick. I, I don't think I can handle it. Like I, yeah. I I would take it too seriously. You know what I mean? Like I would be having He's fun, got me. and then I would, <laughs> my brain would be in a pretzel. I'm not even like I don't even disagree with his takes per se. It's just more of I I don't I don't like the there's a code. He's breaking the code. He's I breaking think. the code. And, and like if you're a LeBron guy, and your whole your whole thing is I'm LeBron, and LeBron doesn't make the playoffs, you can't think it on TV and be pivot. like you can't pivot and be like I won. I told you I won. <laughs> How has he done this? How is he? I mean, unbelievable. And Skip Bayless went from Kevin Durant. He loses against swept by the Boston Celtics, which I, I want to give credit to the Celtics. I feel like we're not saying that enough. They swept the Nets. Like they swept mm-hmm. the super team and swept got them out of our face, which was great. Like shout out to them. I appreciate them doing that. But hang Skip the banner. Bayless, banner number 18. Hang it. Hang it. Skip Bayless didn't skip a beat. He went straight from, okay, that's done, to Joel Embiid is the best player in the world. And now Joel Embiid is out of the playoffs. And I ask you, Mark Titus, where does he go next? I'm excited to see. I will be watching tomorrow. I I wonder if he will give Giannis his credit. I don't think so. I think he goes straight to Luca. I think Luca is going to be number one, like on the media big board. It, it we're going to have LeBron is done, and now it's Luca. 
A new L. Oh, dude, yes, that's exactly what's happening. It's being spelled out in front of us. Yes, yes, and and I guess like my my point is like, <laughs> yeah, like I want to get Nick on the show because I want to talk to him about this. So like, you can't, you should you should stay. You got to go down with the LeBron ship. You got to like what you should be yes. doing is watch the playoffs and tweet like, cool that Luke is doing this. LeBron's better. Hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. Know? Like, say say what you just said. Like if LeBron had LeBron would be. Running yeah. circles around this Phoenix Suns team. If LeBron had this roster around him like Luca does, he could have done the exact same thing. 100%. But he doesn't. Yeah, like you get that. That's your that's your path. That you you can't. I don't know. You can't jump ship yeah. right now, especially because that's, Genie. That's Buss, this game, dude. Genie Bus is floating. Did you hear about Phil Jackson? Did Did I tell you about this? The from my sources. This is this is Tate Frazier's sources. From my sources, Phil Jackson met with the brass. Um, and discuss things with the with the Lakers. And his, what does and his, that mean? Him and Genie rekindling the flame. Whatever, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but, but his number one, uh, his number one on the the pillars of things that he thought moves. His number one move that they had to make was trade LeBron. <laughs> Are we trading? Not going to happen. Flip? I don't think. But it is hilarious that like you know what I mean. They they bring flip Phil LeBron. In. They, they make. Flip the, him. <laughs> They make the call. They're like, Phil, haven't heard from you in a while. And as you know, like the whole posse thing, like LeBron's camp hates you know, right. Phil Jackson. You know what I mean? So like it was hilarious that they bring Phil and like, Phil, we need to, we need some guy to, some sage wisdom. He's like, Okay, I got an idea. I forgot about the posse. I forgot about that. Dude, think about how much drama happens in the NBA off the court. You know what I mean? Like that's why I think the Bucks and the Celtics are really bringing basketball back. I I that's the only good news. That's the it's one always, thing I can report. It's always like the dumbest shit, but then every so often there is something that's like actually hilarious. Like the uh when DeAndre the, Jordan. The DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're on the, the same bad. page. The DeAndre Jordan. I was like, all right. The NBA's <laughs> off the court reputation is deserved in moments like this because this is hilarious. That was great. That was honestly JJ's best thing that he was a part of, I feel like. You know what I mean? A lot of people want to do a revisionist <laughs> history about like his career. I think that was the best thing that he did. <laughs> the emojis and stuff they were tweeting like the the trains and the the cars and the planes that was great. we found the as as jj reddit continues to pop up uh on our televisions and twitter feeds and podcast feeds and whatever else and america keeps scratching their heads saying how could this man go from the most hated basketball player on planet earth to now the most beloved voice in media <laughs> who could possibly hate this man i'm here to tell you america as long as Tate Frazier still has blood <laughs> coursing through his veins. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, no. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but Man. that's but but to that point, that's your lane. That's your that's your stick. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you that like you can't be I hate Duke. I, yeah, I, yeah, you can't yeah. be like what, what do you want from me, America? I hate Duke. At least you know what I hate. I love pretty much everything else. You know, I'm ELE. <laughs> everybody love everybody, but uh except for Duke. <laughs> Speaking of Duke, we can wrap it up with this. We oh, can yes. pivot into we can pivot into shout out to close outs. Oh. And uh we're talking about a lot of Fox colleagues. And uh, all this, this is a nice little bow tie because I'm going to pull this up right now. Mm. My jaw dropped, Tate, dropped to the floor. My chin was on the floor. I had to take (laughs) my hand, scoop it under my chin, push it back up to uh, after I saw this. According to at CVB on Fox Instagram post from one day ago, they posted this, the 2023 men's basketball title odds via, via Fox bet. 
Do you want to go ahead and take a stab at who the the number one, the best odds to win the the 2023 NCAA tournament as of right now, according to Fox Bet via CBB on Fox Instagram for the eighth consecutive year. The Duke Blue Devils have won <laughs> your preseason national championship. Congratulations to the Blue Devils. Dude, Duke, Duke was number one. Duke is plus 1,000. Kansas is plus 1,100. Gonzaga is plus 1,300. And Gonzaga fans, because uh, th- this year I I want to get ahead of this because uh, I'm, I guess I'm not ahead of it. I guess I'm a little late. Because this year I, I was starting to make a little more Gonzaga jokes. I was starting to like poke holes in the Gonzaga I, I I have defended Gonzaga forever. I've we, we we've talked about it on the show many times, and um, we fought the good fight. You I fought, fought the good, good fight, fight. And, it, yeah. and it's not that I'm like not fighting anymore. It's just that I Your watch has ended. My watch has ended, and Gonzaga fans, I've had a, I've had a handful reach out to me like, dude, what hat? Like, or why 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 did you just make that joke about us never winning a title? I don't understand. I thought you were on our side, and to that I say, the tide is turning where Gonzaga is getting the blue blood treatment without having earned the blue blood treatment. You know what I mean, Tate? You haven't won a title, and yet we're going into a season where you're losing Chet Holmgren. You you weren't even that good last year. Like To my knowledge, they don't... They don't have a bunch of five stars coming in to replace them. I, yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to be good. They're Gonzaga. They're always good. But you look up and they have the third best odds in the country. Are we serious? <laughs> no, I don't like it. So yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to call your attention to that. Then it's Arkansas, UCLA, Carolina is one, two, three, four, six, six, tied with Kentucky for sixth, according First to, off, according to our mean, employer. Well, let's be honest. The, the two best odds should be Kentucky and Carolina, right? Those should, that should be plus 1,000. I think those two should be the best. I think Kentucky sure. should be far away. Like, when I look at Kentucky's roster, and <laughs> I, mean, I actually think Duke and Kentucky should be one and two. When, it should be what I, I want to be. When I, I, think, that, I think both I those teams win just, the national title, and if they don't, it's a failure of a season. I thought that they fired the graphic person that made that, and they just had to run back last year's. You know what I mean? Like they were like, we could not make a new graphic Jim. here, so we just had to we had to use last year's and just keep the same odds. Jim did That's it. Really they really they had to, they asked Jim to do it. And Jim was like, ah, oh, shit, I don't know anything about any of these teams. I don't know. Probably Duke. Duke's probably number one, right? How much does Broke. Duke pay Fox Sports every year? Like, what is their <laughs> like? How much do they pay their budget to Fox Sports for this? Dude, playoff? Duke's not even. That's what I'm saying though. Is Duke Duke would have Duke games. Like Fox doesn't have it doesn't matter that they, they will sprinkle the money anywhere, but that's what I'm trying to understand. Like why, why are we not like, why is Butler not on this list? I got to talk Ooh. to our bosses, dude. Ooh. We got to, we got to pump up the Big East. There's zero Big East teams on this list. No Nova. I mean, did, no, no Nova, no Creighton, oh, no Butler. Wow. No like, Creighton is John Rossi is going to be up in arms about that. Loves <laughs> dude. Are we, are we not like, like did, did, did CBB on Fox not get the memo that the Big East is back? I mean, Pat Mata's back. The Sean Miller's back. Jay Wright's gone, but he's coming to fight with the Sixers soon. You know, yeah, I mean? or, or with the Sixers. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got any shout outs? Honestly, I want to shout out a friend of the program. I played golf today, Titus, and one I shot a seventy three. So, uh, just to the haters out there, your boy really? is your boy is and used one ball like clean didn't lose a ball the entire round great round but uh played with uh friends and then they had an extra friend and he was a friend of the program and uh we were on about our i guess like 11 12th hole and uh you know we're talking and he's like dude your voice sounds so familiar and then one of the other guys was like 
Yeah, he does a college basketball podcast, and he was like, "Oh man, I love this college basketball podcast. It's called Titus and Tate." I was like, "I'm Tate of Titus." And Tate. <laughs> it literally blew his mind. Uh, so just shout out to the friends of the program that are shout all shout out around to the us. Uh, uh, shout and, out to the. Uh, and then, the, and then he said, him. "I thought Tate was black." <laughs> He's like, "You're Tate. What the <laughs> hell? Can't be Tate. I thought Tate was black." <laughs> my, my, good when, when that when that happens to me, it's usually. Uh, Dude, I'm sorry. I what did you say you do again? Like I, I your voice. I recognize your voice. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, I, I, I don't know. I like, I, I, I do like podcasts about college bad. I don't know. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. It's hard to describe what I do, whatever. And they're like, that's it. Yeah, I thought I knew. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Because, dude, I, I love you on part of my take. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was nice that it was. So, us, what are you up to now? <laughs> for me always bill but it's it was nice yeah. that it was us you know so what are you up to now and i'm like nothing i don't I, I literally just sit by the phone i wait for part of my take to call me to come on and uh and then i tell them kentucky's gonna win the ncaa tournament and then all their 16 year olds fill out their brackets go at you yeah just a in life but that's all i, I got i had one thing i wanted to ask jim i keep seeing this top gun trailer and i know jim is uh the, the Top Gun expert on the show, Tate, with yeah. the uh, Jim does the, for, for those that don't know, Jim did, did, does, did, 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 did we retire it? Did. Yeah, COVID was uh, a little too much. RIP. The, uh, he, Jim used to do the, uh, a live show where, with Tom, Tom Gun Live. It was called Tom Gun Live, right? And yep. um, it was hilarious. It was a lot of fun. It was, uh, it, was it was, the way I described yeah. it to everybody is it was purposely bad, but that's what made it funny. And what? I don't know if that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my question to you, Jim, because uh, I are 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 you are are you excited about this Top Gun movie? Because this is this is you know, I don't really right know now. anything about it. I'm not the biggest Top Gun guy. I mean, we did a couple of really break in Terminator, and I love those movies a lot more. Top Gun, for some reason, that wasn't as big to me as a kid growing up. You know. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like like my my older cousins like loved it, but I don't know. I was more of a point break person, but I am happy to hear that they got it done. Finally, I'd heard about it forever and Tom Cruise is on board. I think Kelmer's in it. My character, the ice. Yeah. Jim played, Jim played the ice man. Yeah. Big nude scene. (laughs) Very big. It's been going. It's, it's been going on so long. Like Miles Teller was on Bill's pod, like in 2018, and was talking about filming it. Yeah, like, when like you know back then. But I like, thought, give me a little something. I thought it was going to be terrible because one, it's like a sequel 40 years later. Two, as you said, Tate, it's been it's been taking forever to make this thing. But then the reviews seem to be pretty good. I some friends and family around me are starting to buzz a little bit about it, and I figured I'd ask Jim. But uh, buzz the tower. I guess. uh, I guess Jim's not the Top Gun fan on the show. So yeah, I thought so. Swinging a miss. That big? I don't know. I don't know. Why? I know he loves loves the volleyball. Understand what I'm saying? I know about Jim. Jim's like the volleyball scene that gets him every time. What's your What's your favorite like uh, uh, action movie of that ilk? The like like the Point Break, Nick Cage type movies. Point Break's amazing. What's your favorite Nick Cage movie? So Con Air. Okay. Oh, nice. That's, That's what I wanted to do next. If someone gets to play Nick Cage, <laughs> it's going to be sick. They put on the mullet? Yeah. They, they like wear the, the bold mullet? Yeah. mullet thing. At first, they have the short hair wig when he like kills those people in like the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Those drunk guys who challenge like a 
<laughs> whatever he was. He was like a Green Beret. And they're like, hey, we want to fight a Green Beret. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> um. All right, what else? Uh, uh, you got anything else? Any other shout-outs? You got any shout-outs, Jim? Mm, shout-out James Harden. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> guy yeah. just, you know, worst luck ever. These yeah, teams. Just, just keeps bouncing around. <laughs> You know what I mean? Can't find a good <laughs> Oh, the uh, the NFL schedules came out today, Tate. Yeah, what, what are you thinking with the uh, the Panthers? What do you see? Oh, you're uh, you're a Chargers guy. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm a Chargers guy. Your uh, Chargers? Did you re up the season tickets? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm bad. I mean, I got the license <laughs> for I'm sale. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> up. Uh, the old ticket master. Go look them up. Uh, section two hundred six. You'll see me there. But uh, yeah. I mean, the Panthers. I'm a little bit. I'm one foot out the door because of the Cam Newton. Whoa! Respect. Come on. Um, Tepper is not my owner. You know what I mean? You know how it works in sports. Jim today. doesn't love Top Gun. Tate doesn't love the Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? What's dude? happening right. here? James Harden isn't playing well in an elimination <laughs> yeah. game. What is this? Yeah, this world has <laughs> gone upside down. Tell you, one of these days, someone's going to be like, "I, dude, I'm sorry. I recognize your voice. Like, where do I know your voice from? And then he's going to be like, I got it. You're the guy in Section 206, the Chargers game. <laughs> You're the Chargers guy. You're the Love Chargers fan. Who sold his tickets to that guy, Kyle, who was <laughs> trying to fight everyone. What was that? It's oh, man. You're going to New York, right? For trivia? Yeah, shout out to uh, New York City, the people in New York. Uh, Your favorite city. city in gets the my, world. Gets my better job. I'm here now. I, oh, you're in, you are you are in New York now, aren't you, Jim? Yeah. Uh, I, I, what, I a tried flight, all... what a flight to get there. Multiple flights, right? <laughs> Jet Blue. Jet Poop. Trademark. <laughs> and Titus, it's, old, it's only Jim. It's only Jim. It's only like, Jim. That, that, that stuff only ever yeah, happens Yeah, me and Jim James Harden. Worst luck. Um, I, uh, I try to go to New York. I try to limit it to once a year. Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> life is, is bringing me back to New York for the second time. And was it three months? I'm not happy about it, yeah. but it's a business trip. Uh, I am taking part in the, uh, the, the dozen trivia tournament, uh, the, the, the barstool production there. I'm on team smock and I filled in for my guy, Trill Ballins and, uh, Last year we did the tournament. And I did it from my office here in LA. Yeah, I remember that. And we played Dan's team in the second round. We won our first match, and then we played Dan in the second round. And he was being he was he was being Dan, just being an asshole and like just taking control of everything. <laughs> and and I I was like losing my mind because I'm like thousands of miles away, and I I just want to like fight with him, <laughs> but I can't because I'm like you know I'm buffering and it's just it's a laggy <laughs> thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we end up losing. We end up losing, and 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 uh, I'm not gonna say it was it was bullshit how we lost, but you know I'll let other people say it. And and the second we lost, I was like, next year I'm definitely going back. I'm gonna I'm gonna be there in person. And now next year is here, and now I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I finding? Yeah, you're like, why did I? (laughs) Next year came quick. Anyway, uh, so yeah, next podcast there might be a lot of stories about me throwing up in the back of a Uber. And like the the forecast said, it was going to be seventy five and sunny, and for some reason it's thirty six. And can Jim uh, can Jim be there for like moral support? Like, do you need like do you need like there from our like? Yeah, I'm, yeah, we show from our dude. I'm the only guy that doesn't work at Barstool that's in this thing, which is hilarious to me like too. Like, need, I feel like you need at least somebody there. You know what I mean? If you're there by yourself, who knows? Something pops <laughs> off. You know what I mean, Jim? You should be. But there. you know, you what know, like it? Bar. 
you know how these barstool dudes work too where like every single guy that works there, there's not a single jim cunningham tate frazier mark titus that works at this yeah. place it's all like glenny balls and fucking like, that's, what I mean. that's why i think you need like some sort of character with you just like as a maddie you know what i mean maddie meatloaf kid the the I, like bobby backfat <laughs> yeah bobby backfat like that's all these guys <laughs> So then I, I show up and I do like, you know, I, every time I step into that world, my head's just on a swivel and like, like guys are introducing themselves to me. And they're like, this is White Sox Dave. You know White Sox Dave, right? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, let me ask you something. Like, what's your real name? And he's like, we don't use real names here. And I'm yeah. like, what the You're like, your name's not even Dave? He's like, no, it's, it's, no, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's the that's the world I'm stepping into, and you're right. I need some I need some moral support. Need or something. So, uh, so friends of the program listening, uh, if if you want, uh, watch watch the show though. It's it's a ton of fun, and they're gonna air it I think the week after. And uh, shout out to Jeff Lowe, who's who's a close personal friend of mine, and does a great job. And he does uh, seem like I'm, a great like uh, you know uh, maestro of, of chaos. You know what I mean? So shout out yeah. to him. Yeah, wasn't that I think, the guy who stole Joe Exotics? Yeah, it is. Yeah, same name, Ooh. Jeff Lowe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Close personal friend, probably laid it on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know if uh, if Jeff heard me say that, it'd be like, "Calm down, buddy. We're not that close." But um, no. Anyway, that's what I'm going to New York for. So shout out um, to New York. Can't wait to be inside you in like 48 hours. <laughs> can't wait to hear the stories. So, uh, those are always there. Fun. It is. Uh, shout out to James Harden. Shout. Who, who's him? Who's got the him yeah. belt? Tate. Sign shout us out to Giannis. 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 Giannis can't him. be him, but he's also him. You know what I mean? He's him forever. What about Drew Holiday? Ever- well, Drew Holiday is also him, but he's defensive player of the year. He he's that boy. Luca is Luca him for now? Oof. Desmond Bain. Luca might be God. You know what I mean? Like Luca might be our Lord and Savior. It's uh, Max Struess. Max Struess is him. That's the answer. It's Max Struess. Duncan, Congrats. let us know what we need to do to Max Struess. Like, how do we get rid of Max Struess? You let us know. We'll handle it. Duncan, blink twice if you want us to kneecap Max Struess. We'll do yes, it. Yes, I will gladly do it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It takes. All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. See you on the other side.